0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another new perspective, the podcast that brings you wisdoms and perspectives from all walks of life. I am back here with Matt, and uh, Matt was here about a week ago. About a week ago. Right, and we did a a podcast for the small business page, and actually we're going to do this one for another new perspective. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk about entrepreneurship because I think it's it's a great topic. It's something that I've been involved with most of my life. Um, since childhood, and I think you have as well. I have, I have. So, we're going to go into, like, the whys of, like, why we do this, and uh, some of the, I guess, maybe touch into some horror stories of it, or, like, you know... There, have, there, to. There, have to, there, there's a lot of There's a lot of ups and downs, so we don't make it sound all glamorous and everything, and then you realize that, you know, everybody jumps on board with it. I think it's, like, it's the sexy thing right now. Oh, be honest, oh, Perdue, yeah. You know, but, yeah,
1: you can get a degree in it now. Oh, really? Yes.
0: Oh, I saw a billboard or something about that. Yep. Like, yep. you know And I'm just like, man, another... I don't know what the hell you learn in a degree of entrepreneurship. I don't, I don't know either. Because it, it's just like trial and error. And it, like... It's a, it's
1: a, it's, it's a very confusing concept because I think a lot of people don't understand what, what being an entrepreneur is in, in the first place. Yeah. I, th- I think you know business ownership and entrepreneurship. People combine the two or or misconstrue the two. They're not the same. I don't think they're anywhere no. near the same thing.
0: Yeah, because you can like. I hear people like, well, I own a, I own a business. And I'm like, you own a small business that if you're not there, the place closes down or whatever. Or if, if you, (laughs) if it's not running, it's not running. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Where entrepreneurship, you're, you're, you're molding something that is, is eventually going to just run itself. Exactly. Right. I,
1: I look at entrepreneurship as kind of like an organic being because entrepreneurship, there, there's not, there's not a, um, there's not a scientific medium to entrepreneurship. I don't think there's not a constant. No. So it's,
0: it's playing the change. Exactly. It's it's, it's it's a continuous level of change. Exactly.
1: And the the amount the amount of um, you know you you look at we talked about marketing data before we came in here and and I think one of the things about entrepreneurship and what makes it true entrepreneurship so so um, rare to find in people is because it's not based on facts. It's not based upon data. I personally believe anyone can take a certain amount of data and make a decision based upon the data. Anyone can do that. Right, because data is real. It exactly. Doesn't, it doesn't lie. <clears throat> so I think the the, the difference is, is that if you're willing to sleep on the floor for a year in the face of the data and the statistics of opening an organization or leaving a job where you make... Um, six figures a year and saying no i want to go do this because i'm slowly dying at my job because this is not what makes me happy that is where you get into being an entrepreneur Absolutely. i think it's more in the face of data or in the face of good ideas yeah sometimes yeah i mean like um, if you're if you're
0: confident in your idea and you're like you know i i, I truly and solely believe this thing's going to work exactly and i can start to make sense of it and like at first, it might not make sense at all. Right. But you have this feeling. Yep. And you're like, you know, I'm just going to stick with it for a while. If it doesn't work, then I'm going to just go back away. We'll start something else. Exactly. You know, you just kind of like ebb and flow with it. And if you find something that drives you, but you have this passion behind you. You're like, man, I really, what I'm doing makes people happy. Right. What I'm doing makes me happy. Exactly. But, have- but then you get this, the, 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 the sacrifice part. Oh, for sure. And I think that's where people lose it. They're like, but I want to do what makes me happy. Right. I want to do what makes other people happy, but I'm not willing to give up my car. I'm not willing to give up, you know, this and like my, my fancy lifestyle yeah. and all those things. And like,
1: it's, you know, um, one of the, everybody watch Shark Tank. If you're listening to this, watch Shark Tank. It is, it is some of the best, um, true entrepreneurial conversations you'll, you'll hear for, an hour on ABC and it's on Netflix pretty much everywhere. Okay. It, it's, I love it because it, it, you have people from every variety. You have a money man, you have people that are more emotional about things. You've got people that are more about causes. And then you have people that essentially say, you know what? This is entrepreneur, entrepreneurial. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. I know what my idea is. And, what I Whether I have to give up the car, the money, whatever I have to give up in order to see it to fruition, that's what it is. And and I, I love that because you get five or six people and you get to listen to all these different perspectives. I've yeah. watched it all the time. It's really... Mark Cuban on that show says it all the time about sweat equity. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, and it means different things depending on your dynamic. I mean, I... In my day, I spend just as much time owning my organization as I do going out building my brand so I can build the company's brand and then turn around and build other brands or third brands or fourth brands. I think entrepreneurship is almost a little bit about an inability to stay still, especially when you become successful at one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I think it's... um... Because I, I thought about today, because I was like, when I met with the engineers today about production, yeah. and I was like, you know, they're asking me about, like, you know, where do you see this? Where where Where's your target right. person right now? And I was like, well, and they're like, all right, well, target to what the event is about. And I was right. like, B2B, like right. corporations, yep. you know, that type of thing. But when I started explaining it, it was like, one guy was like, well, I could see you using it in schools. I could see you using it for this and that. And I was like, see, that's why... When someone asks me like, well, you know, if you market everybody, you market to nobody. Right, exactly. Bingo. Right. Bingo. But I build a device that is for people.
1: Right. The, and every, a person every, has, Everyone's a people. Of everyone's everybody. a people.
0: So I'm like, where do I go with it? Yeah. Right? So but it allowed me to like taking that same idea, all it was all the cube really is, is thirty years of my life, every skill I've ever learned, being able to apply it to one thing. Right. Right, so it gave me this ability to keep just like learning all these things, like communication through podcasting, communication through people and helping people through, you know, listening to their stories. Or is it um, building a a therapy company? Is it building just products? Right, right. Like I want to, I want to be able to retire someday. I can't retire as a massage therapist or or a a therapy practice, right? Right, but I can retire by selling products. Absolutely. Right? And, and the products and keep selling achieve, products and I can train people to sell products and then like
1: you can achieve your, your mission you can achieve your mission going that route you know selling products you can achieve your mission you can retire that way you can accomplish everything from that perspective I mean I, I look at my I look at my perspective and I read a I read a I started reading a book today because guess Tillon um, who owns the uh, Houston Rockets okay um, just just I love watching him. He, he's a Gary V type. Um, him and Gary did a podcast a. I I think I saw recipe. a piece of that. Yeah. The one that Gary kept interrupting. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and almost like angry at
0: him. I was like, dude, shut the hell up. I was like, I want to hear his answers. Exactly. Like, and I saw all the comments too. Was yeah. like the same thing. And like, dude, has, shut up for once.
1: He has a 95-5 concept. And, and that concept is amazing because he looks at organizations and says every organization, the average organization is great at 95% of what they do. When you look at an industry, the difference is the 5%. And when I look at that 5%, when I think about it, I look at that 5% and I look at them and what they are. And whether it's my industry, whether it's automotive or your industry, which is therapy and people and everything associated with that, I look at it and I say, okay, the 5% are the people that are never satisfied with what they've built. Now, I, I will admit firsthand that myself I am I am never ever ever happy with something I we made in 2019 we made a new um, we changed oil suppliers and once I met with the personnel national sales director all these guys I said we need to do something together why because it's my job to think okay we got a great oil company now how do we take this great oil company and take the entrepreneurial angle to this and say okay what if we took your branding and our size and our ability and our footprint locally and meshed it together? Why are we having that conversation? Because I think it's a good idea, and because I I'm looking ten steps down the road because I'm not building a I'm not building a one off facility. I'm building a brand in the process, that, and
0: that's where I ended up at. Yeah, because you're constantly like I, I couldn't I lost a lot of clients along the way. Right. I mean I've I've worked on. Probably 500 people just in this office right. alone. Where all my people, at. right, right. But like, people have a hard time keeping up with wh- what I'm doing. Yep. Because I'm always changing what I'm doing. I'm, exactly. I'm constantly evolving. I'm 50 years out. Right. right. Not next next summer. Well,
1: exactly. You know. And going back to what you going back to what you said about about um, being passionate about something. You know, people ask me about you know entrepreneurship. Like, you know, I don't have the money. I don't have this. I don't have that. And I say to them, because you're not ready to be an entrepreneur. And they're like what do you what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like I'm not ready. I'm totally ready. And I'm like no, you're not. And they say why? And I'm like if you had the thing that you were absolutely passionate about, mm-hmm. you would not eat, you would not fucking sleep, you would not get off of the of fuck, you wouldn't get off of Google until yeah. you knew how to get the money, until you knew who to pitch to, yeah. until you knew who the experts were to get in front of to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Right. You know, I had I've had somebody Say to me the other day, they were from L.A., which makes sense. And they said actors are the, you know, young actors are the um, are the epitome of entrepreneurship. And I'm like, that is a lot of horseshit. Yeah, and, I do and, 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 and they said they made the point of, you know, they're out there and they will struggle and they'll grind. And I'm like, but here's the thing, though, they will they will literally go out and take a BS job to pay the bills, whether in L.A. because it's expensive. I get that, but you know what? they're they're not they're they're willing to jump at whatever the first thing that comes is. They don't have a preset in their head.
0: They don't have an aim or what's or my goal. Vision. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean they're basic they're basically, you know, uh, I don't know, the buckshot this whole thing. Yeah. Um and and I say just making your world continue spinning while not actually actively working on what you're doing does not make you an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Wanting something absolutely does doesn't make you an entrepreneur. Wanting it Having the ability to see the end game you know I reverse been, engineering I right, always love exactly. that thought
0: process reverse reverse see what you want and then try to build I would say build the bridges backwards
1: yeah and, and to that point if you're if, if you want something and you want something that's big and bold and and arrogant if you will, if you can't see the success, you't can't, you can't get there. Right, because if you can't see what the end result is, you don't know what lily pads to jump the, across. Yeah, to get what the hell there. are you even building? Like, You're, you have no idea where the end result is. Yeah. and I think, you know, there's extremes to it. I'm not. I'm not saying did I ever did I ever sleep on the floor outside of the Navy? No, I didn't. But I think there is a there's a certain aspect. Now, I grew up in an environment where my father was an entrepreneur. I was raised in the concept of. If this is what you really want, this is how you find out how to go get it. And what I didn't realize when I was younger, he was teaching me how to be an entrepreneur. There wasn't a word for it then. Yeah. It wasn't a tagline. It wasn't a hashtag then.
0: Right. Um, it was like this hustle that right they did, just exactly did, they got to fucking make it you right. Facebook, you know, you just...
1: the only difference now, the only things that make the only thing that makes entre- uh, entrepreneurism. Let's let's that'll work. Um, close enough different than (laughs) hustle in my opinion the hustle is you take anything to achieve that goal of putting food on the table putting a roof over your head whatever it is I look at it as entrepreneurship as a as almost a a custom hustle because when you're hustling you know the old school term hustling was about feeding your family putting a roof over your head now it's yeah we're going to do all that but we're going to do it with what I want to do with it, do do it with. And nowadays, it's not about the degree. It's not about the piece of paper. It's not even about your experience in the process. It's just all the information I need is available. This is my choice. I'm going to invest my time 100% into what I'm doing, like you did, like I did. And we're going to make some decisions that people are going to be like, what the fuck did you just do? Yeah. And the only reason, in my opinion, that people... For the right people in the chair as entrepreneurs, the only reason you can't see it is because your mind doesn't work like mine works. I already know where the end result is. Yeah, I know where where I'm going. I know where I'm going. I know what it's going to look like when I'm done. What I'm doing now is making the difficult decisions that it takes to get from A to Z. Yeah. And for, for my concept, I mean, I've been fortunate, I've been blessed. I mean, I've had the ability to have a piece or all of four different organizations at this point in my life, but I look at it, I apply the same principles to it. The exact same principles. It doesn't matter the industry you're in. No, it doesn't That's even matter. I, it. I live my life that way. Yeah.
0: Because like once, it, like I heard this once with like, in regards to like the billion, like Bezos and guys yeah. like that, right? It's like, the reason that we don't have a lot of expenses is because their entire life is business. Yes. Everything they do, and everywhere they travel and everywhere they go and the, every person they talk to has something to do with this entity that exactly. they've created. And I live my life that way already, because okay. I'm like, oh, I have to go over here, but I have to stop and do this, this, and this on yep. the way there. And like, there's always a place to stop yeah. that involves work. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, anywhere you're going, anywhere. You know, so it's like it's like this. Um, I feel like I'm uh, painting with the universe, right? You're just oh, like, for sure. take a little bit of this, and like take that away. That didn't quite work right, so we're gonna drop about half of that back and add some of this to it. Okay, yep. that worked a little bit better. And you keep just tweaking it, exactly, right? Like this podcast thing. I was like. You know, I get a microphone. Yeah. Well, you need a microphone and pop filters. Okay, right. I got that. Now you know, we got some headphones. Now I got some you know, I was like when I first set the room up, I had just blankets from the house in yeah there. And I was like, oh, yeah. it fucking works. Absolutely. And then I was like, Well, let's make it a little nicer. So I got moving blankets. Yeah. You know, and I made it a little nicer. So yeah. it, it's but it's like that's how I build my business. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like I don't have any debt to my i have I have a square loan. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I've taken square loans out for like a thousand bucks or a couple of thousand dollars or whatever It, it gets to build you this whole fucking thing. And I'm like, I don't have debt to my company, actually. Right. Which is sensational.
1: I mean, no debt is fantastic. You get to a point where I think that every company gets to a size where it's healthy enough and takes some debt on. But the, right. the, the beauty of today's economy of today's economy and the landscape of today when it comes to business, if you have the 19 different things it takes... To be an entrepreneur, the money is the least of your problems. Oh, yeah. The least of them.
0: Well, because you like, I always say this too like, <laughs> there's fucking 12 grocery stores in five miles of here. Oh, yeah. You can buy like the tiniest little bit of food. Yep. And save the rest exactly. of it. Exactly. Put the rest back in your business, yep. right? Like, yep. my girlfriend, and I, like, both of us, we've never really had a lot of money. Right. Growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. Like, in our, in our, lo- I made a lot of money at yeah. one point, but I didn't know how to do anything with right. it. And so I spent it all. Yeah. Right. But like, you know, like the, the so food-wise, like, she works at a coffee shop. So right. And at night when she closes, she'll bring me pastries home. That's awesome. I, I, I've lived two days on pastries You before. know what? I can't, I, can't, I, I don't complain I, about that. I like, uh, I know, they make them in-house. They make them fresh exactly. every morning. They're, they're,
1: they're great. It's like mom came to visit. Right.
0: So I have that. I have, um, she, you know, she brings a little um, nubs of toilet paper home that they're supposed to throw away. That's so awesome. We, like the single size, uh, the selected size, like, paper towels. Yeah. We cut them in half. We, we pull well, them off and they cut what? them in half again. I'm like,
1: it's it's a it's a mindset. You know, somebody. I had a conversation with someone the other day, and we were talking about entrepreneurship. And people asked me what qualities about me make me a great entrepreneur. And I said the two things I said was not, not that I'm smart, not that I'm you know whatever any of these things. I said I'm arrogant as all hell. I'm arrogant enough to think what I see at Z being on A that it's going to happen and that that I'm taking off down there full steam ahead.
0: I never feel like I leave from A.
1: Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) no, no. no. (laughs) I I completely completely get that. But there's a certain necessary arrogance to it. Yeah. And then there's a certain level of being able to say when failure comes. Because if you consider yourself an entrepreneur and you haven't failed, you haven't reached entrepreneurial status yet. Right. You're going to fail. You have to fail. And – If you're the only way to be successful in failure is being able to say, okay, I failed. 16 minutes later, be ripping apart the failure and figuring out what led to it. Like like you're reassembling a plane crash. Like, okay, this went down. We don't know why. And we've got 360,000 pieces and we have to rip it apart to figure out what went bad. Well, that's what you got to do. And you have to have, you have to be arrogant enough to say, you know what? I'm doing it again tomorrow. Yeah, that is a very difficult balance to have. Yeah, no you have to be how. arrogant enough to keep, arrogant enough to be at zero and go one hundred and sixty thousand miles an hour, and then you have to be you have to be focused enough to be able to say, okay, that failed, knew that was coming. Let's rec- let's let, let's rip this apart and figure out where it failed. Right. And those two things are not normally connected to each other.
0: Right. But the, the when you find the thing that, that caused it, then you have to pick it up and run with it again. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Can't, you can't just sit there no. and wait. you got to. Like you got to fucking go. If,
1: if you if anybody watched the Tampa Bay game over the weekend, like a 397-pound lineman picked up a fumble and ran it 40 yards. Oh, wow. He didn't, he didn't stop to look and be like, wait a minute. I'm not supposed to touch <laughs> the football. He just said, I have a goal. I'm going. Yeah. Because um, someone's going to chase me because I'm not that fast. Um. But I mean, I look at it and I say, "You got to be arrogant. You have to be. You have to be stubborn. You have to be your own worst critic." Yeah. I don't know a single entrepreneur that isn't that doesn't destroy themselves about the good and the bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. if it, if it's good, pick if the it shit works. out yourself. You're like, you know, people that people ask me, and, and I'm sure you've been asked the question, "Why are you? Why are you not? Why are you excited? But you're not all over the moon about success." Well, I saw this. Yeah. I knew this was coming. Like, I'm happy about it, but I'm not in shock and awe of it either. Like, I saw it.
0: I'm happy, but I'm not there yet Five years ago. Yeah.
1: You know, I saw it coming. There's 184 steps behind it. And, like, I'm great. I feel like I'm on a good track. I'm happy about it. You know, I'm patting myself on the back a little bit. But I'm not there yet. You know, like, you feel good. You have to take stock in that. And then when you fail, yeah, you you have to sit there, and I know I do. I mean, failure for me brings upon a lot of um, introspection for me. I mean, because I'm the, you know the buck's, the buck stops here. Yeah. the idea of the idea of even being here where we are right now, and the idea of adding to it, the idea of making decisions. It's all based upon the vision that continues to evolve. So there isn't a buck to pass at the end of the day. No. So for me, it's all about being able to say, okay, at no point in the in the success and the failure have I ever said, give me something else. Yeah. If I want something else, I'll just add to my pot. Right. Cause I'm, and you just keep you going.
0: Know. Like there, there's something to like, you know, add, like you said, add to it yeah. or build off of. Like maybe you like... You know, I did my first podcast. know mm-hmm. the one we're doing to do this right. for another new perspective. But I, you came in here off my small business podcast, right?
1: Exactly.
0: So I was like, you know, I want to get all the small businesses in Raleigh to come in here yep. and and have conversations, and I want to hear about their stories, right? Exactly. They're all doing it too.
1: All of them. All of them. And you and know? I think I think the the basic philosophies about about entrepreneurship. One of the things I liked about you, like very early on in our Instagram build out. You liked us, and to be honest with you, I had no idea what you, what you did or what you were doing. And I mean, half the time I saw your stuff, I was in the car and couldn't really listen to yeah. what was on the Instagram videos and stuff. Yeah, but then I then I sat there and I said, "Let me figure out what this is about." And I'm like, "You know what? This is from the way your thinking worked. It's way over my head. My brain does not work like your brain." But I think what's what's excellent about um, you know whether whether it's working together on podcasts or working together whatever we do, I personally believe. You need every, everyone around you makes you better. Absolutely. As an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Whether you like it or not, whether they work for 10, 10 minutes or 10 years, it doesn't matter. My thing is I'm very, 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 very Steve Jobs in terms of my, my um, concept of people. I, I'm very, very good at like three things, okay? I am great. I am better than anyone at about three things that I do. Everything else... I, make, I accept what I'm not good at, and I I look at it from the Gary Vee perspective. I don't think you need to be an expert in everything. No. But you do need to know enough to know that the people you have brought in to do it are doing their jobs right.
0: Right, exactly.
1: And I think that's a brilliant thing because I think outside looking in, if you want to be an entrepreneur, but you're looking at people and and you're like, wait a minute, how do they do all these jobs? They're not. I'm not.
0: No. I can't do all that shit. You have a whole, you can't do it by yourself. No. I have a friend that started hers like a year ago. Yep. And I I hadn't seen her in a year. Yeah. She disappeared. And I was like, well, of course you disappeared. Yeah. Like, I'm not upset about it because I knew exactly what happened. Exactly. And so she surfaced and she needed some help. Her hip was bothering her or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, man, like, I finally hired a business coach. I realized I was like just drowning. I couldn't do it by myself. I was like, you cannot do it by yourself. You cannot. It's like you, I have a team, I have attorneys, I have bookkeepers, I have all these people. You don't see them around me. No. I look solo all the time. Yeah. But they're there. Th- th- there, is <laughs> they're a like...
1: huge, there is a huge team, I think, behind any successful entrepreneur. And I think it starts I think it starts at home. I mean, whoever your home is, yeah. whether whether you're living by yourself and you got parents somewhere else, whether whatever it is, you know, person, you know, living at home, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever. It has to start there because the early steps are Hard. Oh, it's dark. It's, it's, it's really dark. dark. You you look at everything that shows a perspective on responsibility. That shows a perspective on success. That shows a perspective on what do you have to show for your life, sort of thing. And when you start in down this truly entrepreneur entrepreneurial train, every one of those things is very gray. Oh,
0: there's
1: no she- solid. Footing there whatsoever.
0: No, you're like floating in the yes. floating in the fucking darkness. Yes, you are in the like,
1: ether, and you're not sure when you're when you're coming down to solid ground. Yeah, not there sure. is,
0: um is. I'm sure you'll you'll be able to. There's not many people I can say this to yeah. that really get what I'm saying right. when I say it. But like when you're deep in the weeds for like two or three months, and all of a sudden you wake up one morning, you walk out in your living room, you're going, "How the fuck did I get here? How did I get here? 100%. Like it feels like they turned the ride off, yep. like someone turned the roller coaster off, and you're like sitting there going." You're just calm and you're peaceful and like, what is there something wrong? Exactly. Like, what exactly. did I do? Like, what what's about to happen? There's, like, you know, like there's
1: not chaos. Entrepreneurism is all <laughs> about is all about um, stability in the chaos, personal stability in the chaos. Yeah, you can't control anything else. No, there's no you control. Can, you can control what you're focused on. You can control every single decision that comes off of that focus or that passion, and say. I can focus on these things, maintaining A and then to B and then to C. And it doesn't matter what's going on behind you. You know, Joe Montana, after he retired from the NFL, he got into racing. And people asked him why did he get into racing? And he's like, When I was when I was playing quarterback in the NFL, every time I made a play, there were gigantic people <laughs> yeah. running past me, Big at me, dudes. And yeah. it was all about being able to maintain. And he's he did that for so long. He was unable to deal with the comp. He was unable to deal with, hey, go home. Hey, run to the store. Hey, do this. I don't have anything to do. So yeah. he decided to go back to something where, hey, you know, things are going around 2,000 miles an hour. And he just has to make sure he doesn't get hit. Yeah. So that's the thing. And, you know, he was involved with that for a long time. And, you know, after he retired. But that's the concept. Yeah. It's the same concept. Yeah. It's like, okay, there's a moment. You know, I sat there in my, in my office today at about... Two o'clock, and I finally got all my meetings out of the way, my marketing stuff, and I sat there and I said, "I gotta go find something to do," and I was literally still for probably I don't know three, four minutes. And but I'm in the office. I mean, everything's going on. There's stuff happening, yeah. And I'm like, okay, like I understand I'm not needed, but I mean, if I've got this time, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find something. Whether it's whether it's you know. What are what are our people doing? What is the what is the um, what are our accounts look like? You know, something that maintains the philosophy through the head. I'm not saying also. I'm not saying don't sleep. I'm not I'm not someone that's going to sit there and say I want you to go through three months of sleepless nights. That's right. that's up to the individual.
0: Right. If that's something you can handle or you want to do, then right. that's fine. Absolutely. But you're not going to get shit done being sick.
1: No. No, you're not going to get anything done being sick. You're not going to get anything done being half conscious by 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The, the point is, is that essentially if you're willing to do the things that suck, that do the things most people aren't willing to do, then at that point you are prepared to, if you have the passion, if you have the idea, You may have what it takes to make it through your first three failures, the sleepless nights, the dollar menu, the, you know, sleeping on, maybe not a bed even, depending. You you might have what it takes to get across the finish line. And I don't want anyone to mistake that there's not a joy to it. But the joy to a lot of people is a horror show. A lot of people look at it and they're like, this is a horror show. Yeah. Why do you do this to yourself?
0: Yeah, like a lot of people are like, there's no way. No. I, need, I need security. I need, I need something. I need to know what's going on. I need to know they're going to get a paycheck or, exactly. or whatever. And I'm like, shit, I just, you know, everything's a gamble.
1: Absolutely. And it all depends on where you find your stability. If you find your stability in the paycheck, if you find your stability in things when you want them, essentially. Yeah. If you have a job that's taken care of, you stay. If that's what you thrive on, stay there if you thrive on if you thrive on you know being in passion being in power being you know being just having having an arrogance about you where this is my idea this is my plan i'm going to go to if that's what you thrive on that almost yeah. almost the chaos of the decisions you can do this i mean yeah. it's you know i personally think anyone today can be an entrepreneur. And I'm not gonna say Google has created an uprising of entrepreneurship. In one in some ways it has, because it gives a certain level of access to the information if you want to find it. Yeah. If you, you can search it, you yeah. can you can build anything you want. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And you know, you can you can search for the money, you can search for the information, you can search for you can go from a s you know, one person to fully incorporated With the help of an attorney, you know, hire an accountant in like three hours Yeah, now. Okay? Like three hours. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you look at it and you say to yourself, okay, that's the easy part. Now you exist. That's easy. That's the easiest part of it all. Because from that point, you've got to start proving your theory over and over and over and over.
0: The one thing I really liked uh, Les Brown said, and it's really like, it's something that for the last two years, I, I really, like, really revolved everything around. Right. It Because in the in the beginning, I was like, man, I finally, I'm finding all this cool stuff. Yep. And I was like, I want to show everybody. Yep. And I was like, I was emailing all these people and all these chiropractors and PTs and everybody. Yep. And I was like, you know what? Come and see my thing. Like, yep. That's what I figured out. Not as fucking crickets. Right. right. like And he says, if you spend all your time trying to convince other people of what you're trying to accomplish, right. you will lose your nerve. Yes. And you'll just give up. Yep. And I like, that's what was happening to me. I was like, Jesus, like, why won't anybody fucking listen it, to me? It was, you know? it was beating you about the head and shoulders the whole time. Yeah. Life. So I was like, you know what? I was like, I made a, a promise to myself that I was just going to work towards the end. Work, yep. work towards my what my objective is yep. until the money came to me. Until right. they came to me. You know exactly. what? They, they say, be so good you can't be ignored. Yep. Just that. And that's what I build everything off. I was like, exactly. you know, I'm not, I don't have to wait on any of you. Yep. You know what? If you don't want to listen to me now, you're going to listen to me in the end. Yep. Because yep. I'm going to be Absolutely. way better than you, and I'm going to be 50 years ahead of you, Absolutely. and you're going to listen to me then. So,
1: it's funny you mentioned that because I have a on my wall in my office. I have a um, I have a, a painting, a canvas from a company called Iconic. That's that's a picture of a name tag, and it's blank. And then next to it, it says "Work to you, you don't have to introduce yourself." And that's the same premise. Yes, yeah. literally the yeah. same premise because. Once you've literally created something, people are going to want it. People are going to want what you've created. Right. And they know who you are. They've read about it. They've heard you on a podcast. They've You saw you on Instagram, whatever it is. In today's, in today's world, if you're impassionate enough about something that you are going to, you know, continuously put it on the line every single day, creating, people are going to find you. If you're that good, you're going to be found. Yeah. And that that's what I think. And I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's almost like a, a easier version now than it was five years ago or seven years ago. I personally think it is. Because the level of positions where people could find out about you are three, four, five times what they were oh, oh my ten God. years yeah. ago, five years ago. It's crazy. And I look at it and I say, Okay, well, is that is that easier or is it not? Because now what we have is, and and noise. I'll go back to Mark Cuban because now we have a lot of fucking noise.
0: A lot of noise. A lot of
1: Mark Cuban calls them entrepreneurs. A lot of people, you know, models on Instagram that wanna that wanna say, I'm gonna take a bunch of pictures, put it out there, and then just leave it alone. Yeah. We have we have some amazing whether whether it's um, dirt track race car drivers or race teams or um, motorcycle. Um, riders through our relationship with motul that we work with and they and they they have their racing account that's sponsored they have their modeling account that's sponsored and they work it and they work it and they work it because they're building a brand yeah their their brand is them their company is them what they're pushing as an entrepreneur is themselves yeah more power to you
0: but i think you know, that that's where the whole world's going exactly out. like exactly. people realize that like i I try to explain this to people, especially to the kids that I work with yeah. and stuff like that. And I was like, in the next 10 years, if not the next five years, you will not submit an application or a resume to any job. They're going to go, send me your brand, yep. your profile, yep. Yep. and I'll let you know if our company, our brand, wants to hire your brand right. to work for exactly. us. Exactly. Right? And they're going go, to pull up your social media, yep. they're going to pull up your profile, all of your accolades, all that stuff. Exactly. All the shit you're posting on social media... They're gonna go. Oh man, you had a rough year right here, yeah. but like at least you're, you're. We're not gonna judge you by that because right. you picked it up. Exactly. Like, the rest exactly. of the years are great, you know, whatever. But like all that shit's on there,
1: right? I mean, all of it. And you know, I I look at it and I say, taking advantage of what's available in front of you, I think is a big part of being an entrepreneur. Because ten years ago, we didn't have all the access that we have now. People ask me, why do you do the LinkedIn thing? You know, LinkedIn was up, then it was down, then it was left, then it was right. Why do I do it? Because there is a group of people, a a demographic of people that go to LinkedIn and they treat it like it's their professional Bible. Yeah. I'm not one of these people, to be honest, LinkedIn. Sorry. It's But what it is for me is that it's an opportunity to get in front of another demographic that maybe isn't into social media. They're more right. into professional media. Right. And that's where they want to see that. They don't want to go see it on Facebook or Instagram. Right. They want to see it in a dynamic that's comfortable for them. Right. Okay. And if that's that. your media, great. The focus is looking in front of you and saying, Okay, that may not be my thing, but there's a whole group of people that it's their thing. Right. And taking advantage of what's in front of you is a big part. Of being an entrepreneur. Play
0: the pieces, man. Exactly. You gotta play the pieces. You don't you don't know which what no. piece is gonna work. You, no. you don't know if like one person yep. that you affected yep. by one post yeah. is gonna change your like that that's there's so much opportunities out there. And I would say like um, I don't judge technology because mm-hmm. I mean obviously I'm building augmented reality and AI and stuff right. like that. So like I love the future. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But the way I look at it is that success and opportunities and all this is it's external. Oh, world we live oh, in is external yeah. right so if you're and i someone asked me the, the guy did this the 81 year old goes, you know you don't think that if you don't meet people by accident they don't think you'll bump into somebody whether you're on your phone or not right maybe yeah. maybe not i'm not saying you wouldn't but the the chances you take about not you know maybe you're on a bus or right. you're sitting in the airport or whatever and this guy's sitting next to you or on the plane and you would have started chit-chatting with them and all of a sudden he offered you a position or a situation where all of a sudden it made you, now you're a millionaire. Yep. Right, because of this one interaction. Exactly. But because you had your head in your phone the whole time, or walking down the sidewalk, your head in your phone, and you walked right past 10 opportunities that could have taken you somewhere. So I'm not saying it's wrong, I'm not saying it's bad that we're in our phone. I'm saying that if you're really trying to find the opportunities that are out there, look up. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. You might be walking by a half a dozen of them a day.
1: My, uh, I was I was reading, uh, I think it was Saturday night, I was looking at, uh, I was reading through um, Richard Richard uh, Bronson's book. One of the things that he says in this, in this book is, if someone makes you and gives you an opportunity that you're not ready for, say yes, and then figure out how to do it.
0: Yeah. Gates did that. Exactly. Gates sold, sold software before he even made the software. Yeah.
1: And I look at it and I say, you know, it's a brilliant thing because, I mean, I've been presented, you've been presented with certain success or certain, I mean, I look at that as even bigger than the statement itself. If you're not ready for any opportunity, good, bad, indifferent, up, down, left, right, it doesn't matter because take the, you don't know where it goes. You know, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you have that in you, that's who you are. And you have an opportunity for success on day 13. You're not ready. I can assure you, on day 13, you're not ready yeah. for an opportunity. You're not, you're not getting shit. You're so, not,
0: there's nothing coming to you in the first month. Exactly.
1: So if you had that opportunity for, for that, you don't say no. You take it. And then you figure out before day one of that opportunity how to make it work. How to make it work with you. How to use the skills that you have to get that where it needs to be. But it also applies to the bad. The bad is going to come. Oh it's inevitable. Yeah, it's, so it's just part of you it. You might as well take it. Yeah. And then and then see what comes of it because when I was when I was 26 years old, when I when I started this in terms of functional practice, being an entrepreneur, I said to myself okay, le- leading with leading with the 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 drive and the passion and the arrogance of it all and walking into it and saying I'm not ready for anything. Knowing that in the back of your head, I'm not ready for it. I don't know how to do it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know how to do it. I mean, there's things today that I'm. I don't know how to do that. I'm going to have the opportunity to experience tomorrow. Yeah, and it's all about taking each opportunity and saying, "I'm not saying no." You know, I think part of the um, part of the podcast with uh, Tillon and uh, Carrie V was why would you say no? When it takes just as much effort to say yes. Why why would you? Yeah. When it takes the amount of effort to say yes, just to just do it, to just take care of me. And the point he was making was everyone's in the hospitality business, 100% of people and 100% of the organizations. So it doesn't matter what your niche is, whether it's yours, you're taking care of people in a more direct way. My organizations, we take people, take care of people from the, service end whether it's whether it's dealing with them directly or their vehicle, which is a totally autonomous product at this point. So I look at it and I say, Okay, you have so many opportunities to say yes or say no. And the and the example he gave was, you know, that they stopped serving breakfast at ten o'clock. Well it's ten oh three and I want some eggs. Yeah. And I told him no. And he's like, You're a hotel. You're 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 in the you're quintessential hospitality industry and you you look at that and then and then you think about um, one of the one of the origin one, one of the original um, Hiltons just passed away. Okay. You think about what he saw and how he would have responded had that had he been alive and operationally involved.
0: How oh, would yeah. he have responded to that? Oh yeah.
1: Because he had an idea that was so ridiculous of having resorts and having in different countries and buying other hotel chains. And so things that weren't even perceivable at that point when he had the idea of what Hilton was going to be one day, Yeah, guys like that are, are the ultimate sort of entrepreneurs in my opinion, because there was probably a handful of hotels in each state when he came up with the idea that Hilton is going to be this brand and mean something that has nothing to do with hotels. No, yeah. it's about everything but a hotel. You know, it's about experiences and and a lot of adjectives and adverbs that you can't put facts into. Yeah, that you have to make people go feel them.
0: And I think I talked about this a little bit on our other podcast, yeah. but it was like the level of service. Yeah, right now it's it's, right? it's
1: I use for garbage, but collectively garbage blows my mind. Yeah.
0: And I try to get that through to people. Like, you know, I'm not trying to. I don't convince anybody to come in here. Yep. I want people to come right. and see me. Exactly. But I'm not going to convince you to come and see me. I'm not going to. I'm not going to scam you or sell you or yep. anything like that. Like, I offer a service. I offer an impeccable service, yep. far better than any other person around here. Of course. Right. But that level of service is important to me. Right. And I think it needs to be more important to a lot of other people. But I think it's so much of it missing. Everybody's oh, like, yeah. yeah, whatever. You know, I'll just get another customer tomorrow. And I'm like,
1: well, that's crazy. I one of the things that, that I've looked at and I've have studied is you know you have to part of being an entrepreneur. I think is is knowing what's in your way um, from getting there. And in any industry, you're going to have competition. Any industry. And knowing your knowing your competitors' industry as much as your own. Uh, your competitor's organization as much as your own organization, that's part of it. It's, yeah. it's, part of, it's a battle. You know, they uh, will go back to something Mark Cuban said, work 24 hours a day like somebody's trying to take it away from you. Whatever you have, whatever you've achieved, the guy behind you, next on the entrepreneurial train,
0: yeah.
1: wants what you have. And he's willing to take it away from you. He's willing to go and take what you have out of your hands and say, this is mine. I'm going now.
0: is the only time you don't have to share your toys. Exactly. Your toys. You do not have to share your <laughs>
1: toys as an entrepreneur. You you take it and you keep them and you find a safe and a bigger safe and a bigger safe because you're yeah. going to have to grow it if you want to be successful. But, you know, the amazing, the, one of the things that I also agreed with Gary V on, on, the, on the same issue is that, you know, as you mentioned service. One of the reasons, you know, Till and Fertita told the story about being in the hotel and they won't wouldn't serve him breakfast three minutes after breakfast closed. And Gary Vee's point was because the hotel was being managed or owned or represented by some Harvard graduate who's looking at data and analytics and saying yep. to themselves that it serving breakfast for, serving you three eggs is going to be cost prohibitive. Based upon the data and the value chart that he has in front of him. Yeah, and absolutely. I I I struggle with the concept. I really. That's the really whole do.
0: loss of um, loss of the human element due to data. Exactly. Because we have so much data now, down to like the intricate detail. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we can save a half a penny here and a quarter of a penny there, and like multiply that times like a thousand, and like now we're saving like this many. I'm exactly. Like, but you've you've lost the point.
1: The point is the point is completely yeah. gone. I, I mean, what? What I want to ask most of these organizations is, you know, whether whether it's whether you're going to a whether you're Gary V going to a Jets game and you get a bad hot dog, whether whether you're in a hotel that won't serve you breakfast after ten AM, whatever, whatever the, the question is, why do you do this? Why? If if you're having a struggle with the concept of serving me eggs at ten oh three AM? I want to know what's your personal mission statement. Why am yeah. I in this business? Yeah. And I, I struggle with it because it's, it's whatever it is, I hope to God it's not being shown right now because you're in the wrong industry. If yeah. that's it or no, if you're absolutely. in the wrong absolutely. chair. Because if your concept is those three eggs that cost us a combined six cents, probably across the board, is worth more to us than making you feel taken care of,
0: Right, because you know that's going to make me come want to come back. Right, because I was taken care exactly. of. Exactly. But the data doesn't show that. No, and and <laughs> the problem
1: the problem with the with the data that I have we get like you mentioned there's so much data out there. I, I talked about my marketing meetings beforehand. Each I get presented with five different people who are heads of the department for five different whether it's social media, whether it's whether it's Google Ads, whether it's um, website. Data, hot spotting, so many different words that I don't even know what they mean. Have them, yeah, but they do, and that's why, and that's why we employ them. But there's so much data. When I'm making a decision, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not silly. I I look at the data because if you don't consider the data, you're a fool, right? If you look at the data and you still feel that the decision that you're about to make is the right one, if you consider your options and make your decision as an entrepreneur. I salute you because that's kind of the whole point. Because being an entrepreneur happened long before data, oh, yeah. where you had guys that were doing things on gut alone. Now we have the ability where one entrepreneur became me, and then another entrepreneur um, became the owner of this marketing company that we employ. So, really, if you look at it, entrepreneur, uh, being an entrepreneur created both organizations, they created the relationships, they've created every aspect of what got my organization and my marketing company organization together. Yeah. It's not a chain. There's not 17 of them. There's one in Raleigh, North Carolina on Six Fourth Road. So it's, it's honestly a wonderful thing when you look at it because he struggled, I've struggled. You struggled, I've struggled, he struggled. We've all had the thought, what am I going to do next? Yeah. What are we gonna do next? And the problem and the difference between entrepreneurs and people that want the car or want the clothes or want the lifestyle is they maintain through the storm of getting some traction under your feet, getting some success, and getting people like we talked about earlier to see you and then want you, whether it's your role, my role, whatever organization you represent, or whatever whatever brand you represent it becomes all about taking care of the concept that is being an entrepreneur it, it, there's a there's not a bible because it's ever changing there's never right. going to be a hard just copy a, no on it's, how it's to do
0: like it. the the you, so when i was uh, talking to the engineers about yeah. the the cables in the cube sure. right and they're like what well, do you need to, do they need to be elastic And i was like well, of course the universe is bendable but you right. can't break it exactly exactly right? so like you know when i i have a lot of times where people you know shorter people and they can't reach one of the cables yeah like I can't reach it. I was like, "Well, grab a hold of it and pull it down." To right. You. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, like, the cube is really entrepreneurship. It, oh, it is. Right, because it's like you know. when I told him like, "Well, do you want the the cable's already set up in there, or do you want them off to the side?" And I was like, "Well, no, I, you know, you could do it either way." Right. Have it pre set up, or yeah. you can have them sit on the side. You're like, design your cube. Exactly. But, uh, where you where know, do you want to put them at? You're going to build you, your top to bottom, blanket. or
1: or, or yeah. bottom top, and that's an excellent point because so many so many organizations I I look out there and. There's a lot of things about entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur. That is, if you look at it now, if you go on Instagram and hashtag entrepreneur, you're gonna get a lot of you're gonna get a lot of memes. Oh yeah. um, You're gonna get a lot of um, you know taglines, a lot of um, you know statements, saying slogans, you know ideas from other you know the top ten that have been the most successful um, in terms of financial gain, but. Everyone's got their own reason when it becomes, when it comes to being an entrepreneur. And I personally think if you go to Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or another, a, a book to create the desire to be an entrepreneur, get out.
0: You've lost it. Because it's, you're, you're, it's you're, going to
1: beat you to death.
0: You're doing it through comparison or emulation. Yes. You're not doing it because you have your own passion right. to want to do this. Exactly. Right, where you're like, Yeah, look at this thing, like I'm building this thing, like it's amazing, like it's fucking hard, but I'm building it and it's happening and like yo, know, that's when you got it. Exactly. But exactly. you go like, look at all these entrepreneurs, look what they got. I yeah. want that too. Exactly. You are not gonna you, get there. You're it. not gonna
1: get there. And I and I think no get me wrong, I mean, I think being an entrepreneur is all about having a certain fire in you for whatever it is you wanna create, right? And I look at it, if you wanna go read if you wanna go read something by um Warren Buffett. If you want to go read something on, um, hell, Jimmy Buffett. Um, I mean, he's created quite an. Oh empire yeah, he's got a huge empire. Yeah. Um, but if you want to go read on more Cuban, if you want to go read to understand the philosophies and practice, to understand to learn how to stoke your own fire, go for it. I don't. I don't care how many memes you look at, how many how many Google searches you make. It's all about finding the way to take the passion that you have for something and putting it out there and start achieving step a b c d
0: right i listen to tons of youtube oh yeah tons of content about trying to keep myself going or exactly. trying to l- listen to gary's like business stuff yep. right like there's so many people there like tr- tr- at least the business aspects of it right. not not how to create your own fire but sure. like you know there's so many pieces out there that they are like oh well that's working for you i don't need all of your right what you said but i need to. I need that little sentence yep. that you said. Yep. That sentence made sense to me. Exactly. You know, exactly. like... And that's the thing. You're not... I think people will try to take the entire... The the piece of content in its entirety... Right. ...and try to make sense of it. Right. Instead and, of, like, if you have an aim... Yep. ...that you're looking for, your brain only listens for the, the nuggets. Exactly. Exactly. And you might listen to a fucking hour of something, and you're like, man, I got one nugget out of that. Right. But that nugget is fucking gold. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, like, yeah. it's going to take you... Wherever you want, like it's going to build that.
1: Absolutely, you know. I had a conversation. I had a friend of mine who who also saw the um, the Gary V. Uh, uh, Tillman um podcast that they did, and there was a conversation like, "Which one do you like better?" Because they're both they're both on TV. They both they're both you know in the in the media, and and I said, "That's I, I don't care." That much, I yeah. I feel like. Oh, who?
0: Which person right. do you like better? Okay, yeah. okay. And
1: I'm like, I, I honestly don't care for a slew of reasons. One, I'm not trying to be Tillman Fertitta. I'm not trying to be Gary V. I'm trying to take advantage again of the opportunity of being able to watch two people who, from very early ages, said, "This is what I want to do," and find one nugget out of either one of them. Yeah. That I haven't already twisted in my head 365 ways. Yeah, Because most of it, what they're saying, I know. Or what they're saying, that's my principle too. Because I think there's some shared principle on being a successful entrepreneur. I think there are some shared principles. But I want to find that nugget or that moment of, you know, I've been on the fence about this. How do I feel about this? What case am I, is going to push me over the edge? There's a reason that you watch it. It's not it's not for creation. Yeah. You know, I didn't get into being an entrepreneur. I didn't start creating brands or principles or philosophies because I am the smartest. I'm not. A lot of people are smarter than me and most of them work for me. Because that, in my opinion, is part of being an entrepreneur. Because you need to know what you suck at. Yeah. At more than you need to know what you don't know.
0: That's why I love... um, I'm going to add this in there because it's perfect. Yeah. Because I was thinking in my head and it's perfect. Yeah. Steve Jobs said He goes, we don't hire smart people to tell them what to do. We hire smart people for them to tell us what to do. Exactly.
1: Absolutely sensational, uh, a a quote. And there's so much ego. and, and, And I brought up arrogance like five times in this podcast. There's a huge difference in my opinion between arrogance and ego. Yeah. Arrogance is... I'm better than I'm fucking better than you. I'm going to prove it. I'm fucking better. Ego is stupidity, in my opinion. Ego is just stupidity incarnate. Because the point that Steve Jobs was making, and if you know or have read anything about Steve Jobs, he was the most arrogant human being on the face of the planet. Oh yeah. I mean, arrogant is all hell. And he, his perspective is, I hire people to tell me what to do. That's arrogance v ego. Yeah. He was a very arrogant man who didn't have his ego so big, it made him make dumbass choices.
0: Yeah. Well, I was listening to this. I'll, I'll send you this guy because it, it was fascinating to learn very recently because I was like, you know, trying to understand the ego and stuff like that. And it's really helped me like with business to like right. keep, stay away from it. Right. Don't worry about ego. Right. But to have it broke apart into these two things, the true ego and the false ego. Sure. Right, and I was like, the false ego. Okay, well, I get that. That's consumerism, that materialism. Like, I'm, I need this to like show off to you, whatever that kind of thing. Exactly. But I was like, I never heard it split because he goes, the true ego is all about love, compassion, caring, unity. Right? Because that's interesting. I like that. That our um, our true nature of ourselves, the ego protects you. For sure. Right. Your ego is what saves you. Right. But the reason it saves you is because that's that's is what it is. It's part of us. Right. But the true part of human nature is love and compassion. That's yes. That's where our power and our courage and everything comes from is right. the heart. Exactly. Right? Not from, not from the ego. Right. Right. Right? So like, but to hear it split like that, I was like, so you don't want to chase all the ego away. You just want to chase the false ego away. Right. And, and I have
1: never thought about it like that either. And I, and I agree with it. I mean, I agree with it entirely. I mean, there are... entrepreneurship
0: sp- is, the, is the real ego. Right. It's exactly. the, is the, the love. You know, the what... Passion the passion you have to help other people.
1: Exactly. Exactly. One of the things that, and, and if you ask, you know, a lot of my managers or um, people I do business with regularly, they they will say to you, um, you know, I, I, am, I am very, very, very confident in my ability. And yes, th- that's where I consider the arrogance. I consider myself a little overly confident. I believe as an entrepreneur, you don't have a choice in that matter because you're choosing to you're choosing much more risk than the average person going to get a job you're choosing that in order to be successful you have to in some form or another make the case to people not prove to anybody but the case has to be made to group for you to be successful a group of people have to consider you the best yeah that's that's another thing that i look at that true ego concept I look at it as almost a true arrogance concept. If you go and read about us, if you go and read Google, if you go and read LinkedIn, if you go and read whatever it is, that information is already out there. You're going to get a sense of what we do and how good at it we are. I have absolutely no concerns telling a client, we are better. I have absolutely zero concern doing that because this company is designed on this very day exactly what my vision was when I started and I have 100% confidence in that vision. So I have no problem at the end of, of those things saying, we are the best at what we do. Yeah. Because I saw Z at A. That
0: was, that was one of the, the the weird mind fucks that happened to me a couple of times. Because, like, I didn't put it in that perspective of, like, being able to see out there. Right. But all of a sudden you show up one day and you're like, holy shit. Like, I saw this in my brain, yeah. like, two years ago. Yep. But, now, exactly. but now I'm here. Exactly. And it's exactly what I was thinking, and it's, it, and it's such a weird it is thing it, that all very, of a sudden very weird. you've built this thing for two years, thinking like, "Well, I th- I saw this then, like that's what I wanted to be then." Exactly. But now it's becoming that, and all of a sudden you show up and you're like, "Holy shit, I'm here!"
1: I look at it. <laughs> it it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because i i made I made a very similar statement when I when I heard the first podcast because it w- it was important for me to reach other media and reach a. You know a mass a mass media in today's ways, whether it's you know podcasting, or whatever. Podcasting was very attractive to me. I started thinking about it two or three years ago, and hearing myself talk, I was like, I don't sound like that. I mean, li- literally, it was the weirdest thing in the world because it was like I've been tr- I've been seeing myself doing this mm-hmm. for two or three years now, and now this is one of those things that I saw it and I heard it. I just didn't think my voice sounded like that. Okay, yeah, but it's the, It's the exact same thing you're talking about it's It's weird, but I saw it I saw it happening this yeah. you know this way and going back to the Steve Jobs comment again, I think I, I, again, I think he's one of the most misunderstood entrepreneurs of all time I think he had he had an ability to be hated and be loved and be loved almost because he was an entrepreneur. He had the ability to say, we are successful because I will walk into a room and lay out myself and I will lay out my true ego or my true arrogance, whatever term you want to use. Mm -hmm. And then I am also brilliant at what I do because I bring in these guys from Harvard or these guys from Stanford, Yale, whatever it is, and they tell me how to build a phone or how to build a computer. Right, I don't know. I mean, he knew how to build a computer. He didn't care. Those people told him how to build a computer.
0: Right, because I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people don't know about Steve Jobs. Is he didn't even know how to build the computer? No, it wasn't him. It was Wozniak, no. and it was yeah. it, and all these exactly. other guys. That like he goes, but I'm the conductor. I'm the right. or, I'm, I orchestrate exactly all of this.
1: And I think that there are people, and I watch every day. and You may run into this too from time to time. I look at people that are in jobs. And I look at them and, and a lot of times they're PMs or organizational management team directors or whatever the case may be, and I'm like, You you've gotta be dying inside. Because you look at it and they're functionally being entrepreneurs. They're functionally running all of operations. And maybe Oh, it's when not, they're running the whole store, right? like the GM basically exactly. or whatever. Yeah. And it's like you're do like I almost want to. I want to rip my hair out if I had any. But I say to them in my head, "You were literally giving probably more effort yeah, than I effort. or or you put in because there's certain things you deal with working for another another organization, another human being for to make someone else rich."
0: Yeah. And here's the thing. Yeah, uh, that's it's mind blowing.
1: Entrepreneur entrepreneurship for me is not if if it's primarily about the money I'm not saying you can't make it but I'm saying that you're you're gonna have many 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 more questions along the way is this what I actually want to do
0: you're gonna have a lot more the the path is gonna be much darker yes you know I think walking I, I learned that in like the first I would say year and a half or so where it was like oh we get my car finally I want to get my this money finally or whatever exactly. and you're like and you're in it I'm, I'm, I'm jump in and I'm gonna do this thing Yep. But then it, it goes away so fast. Exactly. You're like, that, that can't be the reason I'm doing this. Right. And you're right. like, that, that'll that never, like you said, it, it might. Yeah. So to say never, you right. know, there's people that have made it because exactly. they, they've made it on the backs of people or whatever. Yeah. But man, I was like, it's it shown a little bit of glimmer of light. Yeah, exactly. At least in a really dark forest okay. where you're like, you know, I'm doing this out of love. I'm right. doing this for the love of people and the love of and the passion for creating something I always like to say like the people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that do Dude, exactly you know exactly. and I feel like what I'm building is going to do that right and I've organically truly organically believed that for years now yeah that I've built something and I've gone through like the, the delirium of right. going you know why is anybody listening to me exactly. Like is this thing really working right I'm not an idiot I, obviously no. I, I did logistics yeah. for, for seven years with like high end like you know Time-sensitive freight. Yep. I'm not an idiot. Right. But I was finding all these things and building all this stuff, and I was like, but no, nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Right. So am I crazy, or am I actually figuring something out? Exactly. Exactly. And then There's, the, one, the one thing I really like that, that solved a lot of it for me, Hippocrates, the father of medicine. Yes. Right? Someone shared a quote from him. And it hit me and I was like, shit, maybe I am figuring this out. Right. Because out of his own words, like double checked the quote multiple times, because it really hit me. Yeah. It says, if you want to study medicine, you must first master the art of massage. Huh. And I was like, from the man himself. I'm huh. like, you know, cause the idea of medicine is to start with the least evasive.
1: Right, exactly. That's that's absolutely impossible. fair. That's I didn't even think about it that way. That's absolutely right? fair though.
0: I should be able to heal you or help you. Yeah. With the least starting, starting way out here. Right. How can I make you better? Exactly. Exactly. Right? And I just read this, right? They were talking about like, the, about dancing. They said, you mm-hmm. know, like, um, some of the old tribes and stuff like that, they said, like, you know, you go to a shaman and say you're feeling depressed, you're feeling whatever. And they're like, right. well, when was the last time you danced? When was right. the last time you, like, laughed? When was the last time you helped somebody or whatever? It was like, you know, that far out. Right. I should be able to affect you positively to make you start feeling better before I go cutting you apart.
1: Exactly. <laughs> And I mean, you know, I had, I had, you know, it's interesting, you know, I had knee surgery and I'm, I'm very, very thankful that I shopped around for, uh, this was in the last year, I, I'm very thankful that I shopped around for um, surgeons because I wound up with a surgeon that put me through 19 steps before he decided to take like 4% of my meniscus away. You know, I went through the steps. Mm-hmm. It was, does this work now? Does that work now? All the way to 19. And he said, you know what? You tried them all. You know, thank you for doing that. You know, we'll schedule your surgery in two weeks and we'll take care of it. And there's a certain concept to, to how do you do something, okay? Your, your point about medicine, least invasive. My point also about medicine, least invasive until you have to go that route. How you do something, how you, being an entrepreneur as a verb, how you entrepreneur is really important. Because there's every single aspect of being a successful entrepreneur is on the back of the entrepreneur. I need people. You need people. Every person that wants to be an entrepreneur cannot get from A to Z without people. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're Snapchatting them, Facebooking them, calling them in front of them. It doesn't matter. If you can't do people, quote unquote, you're not, you're not going to succeed as an entrepreneur. If you don't know how to walk in and, and talk to a person... You're not going to be a successful entrepreneur, and I think part of the blessing and the curse of having technology today is that there's a lot of people that don't know how to talk to people.
0: Right, we've lost that emotional intelligence.
1: And I and you know I I had a conversation. I've had fifteen different conversations today, in fifteen different tones and strategies and angles because I had fifteen different goals. Yeah and you know I was you know the soft the most soft spoken conversation I had I was real mad people say why do you do it that way and I'm like I have a goal from this conversation and it's about taking me my reasons that I'm mad and making them another bridge to the next step in this or I'm really happy about this. Let's have this conversation with a client or let's have this um, interaction with um, a vendor or whatever it is. Every, I think part of the confusion about being an entrepreneur, like it has a start and an end and then you're just now operating or working. If you reach a point as an entrepreneur where you feel like you've done it, like you've crossed some sort right, of threshold, Right, you're done. Please. Leave. Yeah. get it, sell, and move on to the next one. Yeah. Because that is kryptonite to the entrepreneurial spirit, I think. I think being satisfied is cancer.
0: Well, that's what I was like, yo, know, trying to open this space. Yeah. Like, am I going to upfit my space? Right. Is, that what I, is that what I want? Right. Where I'm like coming in, I'm going to open the shop up at 8 a.m. Yeah. and like have all these people working for me exactly. and I'm managing it. And I was like, then it kept hitting me. I was like, but is that what I want? Right. Because then like now you're saying you're, you're like, there you go. You're open. Yeah. And is that it? Right. Like, then you're just a small they, business owner. Well, then
1: you're, just, then you're just waiting on people. Yeah. And, and that's another thing that I think I would die. If I, if I woke up every day and went into a place where I was waiting on other people to make decisions to do this yeah. at my organization, your organization, whatever it may be, I would die. You know, you brought up the point about, about the, uh, the bank teller. Yeah. Um, she sits there and banks – she yeah. she does whatever whatever she banks if somebody comes in right to bank. exactly and if nobody comes in or if she's the third teller and only two people at a time come in, I again I would die, I yeah. would literally shrivel up on the corner and die because I just can't and, and I would like it to be more complicated but I think anyone that's got that that's hearing that is like okay I would die too and can't explain why there you go. Yeah. This might be the thing for you to do Yeah. because sitting there and if you want to look at it from a financial standpoint, fine. Do you want to, if you're going to go out there and you're going to go after money, do you want to go after money to make somebody else rich or do you want to go after money to make yourself rich? Yeah. Okay. I look at that. I have respect for that. I've got respect for people that have hustled and done this and done that and done all these things and Now they and now they want to have that success in that way. Go get it. More power to you. the The perspective for me is: if you want to look at it financially, if you want to look at it from a happiness standpoint, if you're unhappy with with the um, I don't know, call it like the the droid mentality from an employee standpoint, just going th- going through the pages. Oh yeah, the book, robot the book tells you to. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of friends of mine that um, we we don't talk business um, with a lot of my friends and. We don't with a lot because a lot of them are part of franchises. I've all respect... They own
0: their own... They're they're part of a giant thing, but they have their own franchise. Exactly.
1: And I I look at it and one, most of the people that I know that own franchises are very honest about the franchise. You know, they own a franchise or this, this is my company. Where I get into it with people is where, and it makes me honestly very, very angry. I get very animated about it. They call themselves Entrepreneurs. And I said, you, sir, are not. No, you're a business owner. You are not. You are a business owner. And I have the utmost respect for your business and what it is you've owned and what it is you've done to achieve that. But you are not an entrepreneur. And I think part of being an entrepreneur is you do not have a book. There is no book. No, you if you have read. a franchise, you have a fucking exactly. Book. You have. They're every, like do
0: this, 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 this time and this time, this a, speed and like this everything.
1: Every possible scenario, they have hired lawyers and theorists, and I think fortune tellers in and, and futurists, if you will, and come up with a plan for every conceivably, rationally conceivably um, possible outcome. Mm-hmm. And I look at that and I say that would piss me straight off because you don't have you don't have the ability to put yourself on it right you're, there's you're,
0: there's no you no, in it you're, no, you're exactly. just, you just put the money out there
1: we talked about it we talked about this um this concept uh, or this product last time I was in here and we talked about it where it would basically replace staff and it's a kiosk mm-hmm. you drop your keys in a bin it scans your key it knows who you are you click the buttons for the things that you want, then you leave. And then when you're done, the system automate, automatically tells you via email or whatever form you want. I would I would need to go find something else to do. If I bought that item, I would need to go find literally another organization to build or another, another theory to turn from in my head to put it on the street. I would need to go do something else. Because... You've taken away the impact that being an entrepreneur has on that organization. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything. Or even wrong. on people. Even on people.
0: Like, you're, like, you're not even engaging with the, no. with your, with the, the, the people, the love part right. for other people. Yeah. The caring for other people is gone. Exactly. Because now they're just talking to another machine. You can right. talk, talk to my fucking phone if I want to. Exactly. I mean, if <laughs> we
1: like, you know, for, for me, I think what's, what's, really, what's really important is that there are some horror stories. About being an entrepreneur, you will have. Well, I mean, that. look at the
0: the the dark, darkest one, like the right. suicide rate yeah. alone oh, in it, entrepreneurship. It's
1: it's huge, and
0: you know, like you're in the dark forest, yeah. and it's fucking dark. It is dark. You know, and you don't know where you're gonna get out of it. You don't. No. There's.
1: <laughs> I also think that you. Know, I'm I'm really glad you brought that up too because I was thinking about that as part of this topic. I do believe there are points in your life where it is irresponsible to make the decision to become an entrepreneur. I I, I do. I, I feel like there are certain points where in your life, whether it is, you know, your, you know, if you find out your wife is pregnant or your girlfriend's pregnant and you decided that day, you know what, I've had this thing and I was looking for the motivation to go do it and this is that trigger. Godspeed, man. Go for it. You know, give, give, let that be your your fire behind what you're doing. Let that be the thing that helps you stay the course. If you are, if if consist, if you're responsible for maintaining consistency for a family or a group, if that consistency is a hundred percent provided by you, and the concept is if you're if you're confident in the fact that that consistency needs to be there for the health and well being of that family unit, being an entrepreneur is an irresponsible choice. Yeah, you're throwing
0: throwing away any sort of stability. Exactly, you're just going, let's throw all the balls in the air and see what happens. happens.
1: And then when you look at the high suicide rate, you know one of the things that I even looked at that a little bit, a little bit, um, a little bit higher on is that a little bit deeper into is the average age of the um, of the suicide rate when it comes to entrepreneurs is actually the opposite of what you would think. It's actually the older people. And the thing that I always thought about was, are these people entrepreneurs or are these people at a point in their life where they're desperate? And they're sitting there and they're saying, okay, nothing else has worked. So I'm going to use this as my fuel. Well, if your fuel is fleeting, you're going to run out of steam really, really, really quick. Yeah. And when you're already starting from a point where... Maybe a lot of things hadn't worked already, and you're kind of running, maybe, maybe running on a little bit of mania, maybe, you know. And, and it, I was shocked. It was like 40, 47 years old or something like okay. that. Okay. That makes sense to yeah. me because I've, I've
0: worked for somebody in that yeah. scenario yeah. that he just completely fucking lost it. Yeah. And, you know, you know he actually, like, bought a one way ticket to Ireland and yeah. told his girlfriend about it, and he was going to yeah. really kill himself in Ireland. And I was
1: like, it, dude, it's, like. It it is not it is not for everybody, and in that particular instance, I don't, you know, obviously it's 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 not a it's not a, it's not a funny aspect there. But I do think that it's important to remember it's not for everybody. It's it's not, and it doesn't mean you're good, and it doesn't mean you're bad. I'm not saying don't go to the bank and work as a teller, and I'm not telling anyone not to go buy a franchise. The point is, is that if you want to be an entrepreneur there are a lot of there's a lot of buzzwords out there right now we both know that I mean, oh, yeah. i'm pretty sure uh, i mean you can go to any school get a degree in entrepreneurship you can go to wake tech and get the degree you can go to notre dame and get the degree and they both essentially teach you the same thing and the bottom line is if you don't have what it, it what it takes in you by the time you walk in to get that piece of paper That piece of paper is absolutely meaningless. Right. You are a business owner, not an entrepreneur. And I think it's a waste of whatever you just spent to get it. Oh, yeah. Um, Because essentially, if you have it in you and you make the decision to do it, there's enough information out there for you to be successful. If you don't have it in you and all the information right in front of your face and a degree from Notre Dame and Yale and Harvard and somewhere in the UK and some other language, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You will not succeed at what you're doing. You will eventually either find failure doing it your own way because you don't have the staying power, or you will find yourself as a business owner. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. For me, I would consider that failure because I know what I am. Yeah, you would consider that failure because you know what you are. Yeah,
0: I can't. I can't stop where I'm at. No, like no. It, it's like a even the the thought of when I got to. I mean, I was. I just just. My devices built, mm-hmm. and like things were going, and like right. people were coming in, and I've had all these. In in four years of me working on my stuff, and, and the 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 medical people that came into my office right. where I met at health fairs and stuff like that, doctors, surgeons, PTs, chiropractors, like nurse practitioners, everybody's like, you know, I've heard, you know, this is a year ago, right? Or in the last couple of years, they're like, you're doing great things, keep going. Yeah. But well, I don't know where I'm going. Right. No idea. I have no, no idea where I'm going, you're... but I'm glad all of you agree that what I'm doing makes sense. Right. But I still can't stop there no. and build a small business around one thing. Oh, no. Right? Because I mean, even though all the accolades or whatever, like, way to go, way to go, right. keep going, you're doing great. I still couldn't stop and go, cool, you guys all agree with me? Right. I'm going to stay right where I'm at exactly. and just build this I, thing. I'm
1: great right now. You know, I, one of the one of the things that I wanted to get into was... Being an entrepreneur is not safe. You stopping where the accolades are is a safe move. Me stopping when we've we've gotten you know relationships or licenses or, or or wholesale business with some of the biggest players in the industry, safe move. We're in a good spot. Don't f it up. Yeah, that's that is that is like dear dear Christ, like. No, I'm gonna push the I'm gonna push the envelope. I'm gonna walk that line of achieving greatness or fucking it up. That yeah. is that is the line that collectively entrepreneurs walk.
0: But here's the thing: is that this is a, the, one of the biggest realizations I've had in, in the last three months. Right. Is that you know because I'm still not making it. I'm right. still financially not there. Sure. And I'm fine with that. Right. It's not a big deal. But what hit me it was like no matter what. Mm-hmm. If nothing for whatever fucking reason right something doesn't work and this right. doesn't happen or this doesn't work nobody on the planet no human ex- person on the in, in our entire existence can take away what I've gained oh no one from yeah. my experience nothing, nothing. like I, I'm gonna I, I will have the most amazing life exactly. the rest of my life I'm only 40 years old right. I got I got 60 years left. absolutely to like have the most amazing time of my life to and get involved in anything I want.
1: The 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 beautiful part of life and the beautiful part of of being an entrepreneur is that's true in life and it's true in entrepreneurship. You're going to fail in life. You're going to fail being an entrepreneur. You're going to fail more than once. You're going to probably fail like 3,000 times probably. Oh, yeah. But the point is, is that I don't believe... That there's anyone on the planet that can't be, um, that can't be taught the functional aspects of being an entrepreneur.
0: No, you can learn the system. I was,
1: I was taught that way. However, I had a choice to make. I was really good at a lot of things. I was, you know, when I was in college, I wasn't in entrepreneurship. I was a poli sci business major type guy and i like doing things my own way and that to me is what led me away from certain more comfortable comfortable with path and roadmaps to success and greatness and all these things and i say you know one of the people somebody asked me you know what do you invest in you know what's a you know do you invest i'm like yeah like what do you invest in i'm like um a lot of it is you know Businesses, like like on the business level, people say, why do you do that?" I'm like, because I can actually have an impact there. Mm-hmm. If I don't get me wrong, you, you get to see the change exactly. you, you invested in, right? You know, and you it's know, riskier, but like, you get like And I mean, I go look, I go look at you know organizations like. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, I own stocks and funds and all these things, and you know, I look at my returns, and my reports, and just as much you do anything else. But I like the idea of going to. Going to the going to the coffee shop that that's struggling that my friend Ben knows and he's like, hey, would you like to get involved with that? Hell yeah! Because I don't know a damn thing about making coffee, but I know how to. I know a damn thing about creating systems and putting things in place and service and the concept and the feel that people want when they walk into an organization. I know about everything else. You know about coffee. You are some. Sort of certified ultra trifecta coffee maker. Right. That's not me. I suck at that. I make, I, I drink my own coffee, and I'm like, Jesus, that sucks. <laughs> but everything out on the professional realm, everything outside of making the coffee, I'm really good at. Yeah. So there's that. So the, the point is, is that what do you want to invest in? What that's the question. What's your point of investing? I invest for change. Okay. That's why. That's part of the reason I'm an entrepreneur. It's part of the reason that I take money that I want to return on and I go to a company. I go directly to an organization. I I talk to people. I find out about companies' positions and I say, you know what? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that opportunity because the money's going to go somewhere to make me some money. And I would rather go and impact a company from an entrepreneurial perspective, put the right people in place for the things that I don't know and get a return that way than I would sitting on my ass and allowing some board of directors somewhere in some state to figure it out for me. Right. I'd rather go to work. I'd rather sweat equity this scenario. And there are, I think, what it comes down to, you know, for me that I would want anyone who's sitting there thinking, okay, am I an entrepreneur? Am I? Am I not? There's no greater reward, I don't think, that there's no greater reward to the to to business to life than having having a passion, having a thought, having an idea, and being able to climb over and jump over and you know dust off the punches, you know you know let the water roll off your back, take the bricks then, to the face, right? You, yeah. and then on the other side, see what see the reason that you kept going. Come to fruition. And you're not, from a strictly professional standpoint, you're not going to get that. If that's what you want, you're not going to get that putting in hours for somebody else. Yeah. You're not going to get it. And Plus it doesn't, but, they can give you freedom. It doesn't matter. One of my, it's for them. One of my
0: f- absolute favorite quotes, and it's something like, I mean, obviously, like, I live by it. But it's the one that said, um... The one that plants the tree with no intentions of ever sitting under its shade is beginning beginning to understand the meaning of life. Yes. Right? Because yep. you're building something for the future. Yep. You're gonna leave here and you're gonna allow this to preserve your name exactly. long after you're gone. Exactly. And I heard in one of my talks about solitude also. They said, you know, you could you can handle more solitary or sol- solitude right. if you have a craft or or a path of mastery that right. you're you're interacting with your work sure and i think about that with entrepreneurship yeah. right you're interacting with your work which then allows you to be more solo oh for sure right because for you sure. don't need i don't need all the people around me right. i love all the people in my life yeah but i realized like some people are like man i've heard from you in like a long time yeah and i was like shit and like the one that really hit me actually was um when they say you know when as you're on your road to becoming successful mm-hmm. they said don't forget to call your mom right and exactly. like so many times it hit me. I was like, "Shit!" My mom was like, "I haven't heard from you in a couple weeks." and I was like, "Sorry." <laughs>
1: I've, it's really, really funny mention that because one of the things that I do in order—I think I may have mentioned this last time we were talking—but one of the things I do is I, I, I—if I, I need—if I need just to take care of me myself—I get in the car and I have to leave. And I don't mean leave like go to North Raleigh or leave and go to Cary. I mean leave the leave. I, I have to go to where. The level of disturbance is so great to get back to where I can actually work is so great that I don't do it. So I I've been traveling a lot on the weekends, whether for work or for not for work. And my mom made the same point. She's like, "When are you coming over for Sunday dinner?" But don't get me wrong. I wouldn't. I would not change her bugging me about that for anything. Yeah. But I'm not upset about the reason. I'm really not. Because my father was an entrepreneur. My mother is fully aware of what it takes or what it means is probably the better term. But, you know, what it means. What are you going to be doing with your time? It's either going to be working or escaping it. Yeah. And I also don't look at my work as... I don't I don't look at work and being an entrepreneur as the same thing. I really don't. And that's confusing as all hell. But what I mean by that is... How my day goes has absolutely zero impact about uh, zero impact on, you know, for example, coming in and doing this. Don't get me wrong, today was a very solid day. came in here, super good mood, really happy to do this. I could have got my ass kicked, my ass handed to me today, and I would still be just as motivated to come in here and do something like this. There are moments today that I was the owner of an organization. There were moments today that I washed a car because I washed my own car. There was um, there was a moment today where I was um, um, where I I, I defended uh, my organization. There was a moment of today where I took praise for my organization. At the end of the day, if you want to wear every hat and juggle every every possible scenario, yeah, be an entrepreneur. Because you're gonna have to find a way to take your passion and your mission and put it into absolutely everything that happens in your day. You made the point that you live as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Well. But you do. Like it's all just it's, it's everywhere. A, the ability to compartmentalize that is what I believe makes the people... gives people that walk into as I think everyone walks into it as an entrepreneur. There's no one that walks in as an entrepreneur. It's a badge. Like when you're in the Boy Scouts, you don't walk in with a sash of badges. You have to go earn them. Um, you don't. You, when you when you're what's what's the first one? I think Weeblow, maybe the first one or Cub Scout. So. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's Cub Scouts. Cub yeah. Scouts. Yeah. You don't walk in as an Eagle Scout. You have to literally walk your way up. You have to put in put in your time and take the punches and let them connect, and then say, okay, that sucked. Okay, let's see what the next one looks like. You have to do all these particular things. Everyone walks in at the same level. And the thing that separates the success and the not success is the ones that they fall down and they get back up again. One of the things that goes through my, my um, sort of facility all day amongst technicians is get down, get back up again. I don't know what it means. I don't know who started it. I don't know what the point was. But it, it's funny to me because that's basically being an entrepreneur. Yeah, You're going to get knocked down. How do you get back up? But more importantly, do you learn anything from it?
0: Right. You're going to get knocked down a lot.
1: If you believe that you know, we go. let's go back to the um, conversation about arrogance and ego. Mm-hmm. If your ego says to you, I've got nothing to learn. I want a videotape of your entrepreneurial career.
0: Oh shit. Because it's yeah. gonna be called bloopers.
1: <laughs> um, you know, say it however you want to. Say say I that. know everything
0: I need to know. I, I don't need to yeah. I don't need to listen to you. Really. No.
1: And, and and the thing is my favorite my favorite ones are the ones that listen to everything, but when they experience a success or a failure, they don't take anything from that. And I said what are what are we like what are we doing? Like, what, how do we get better as people? Well, we're, we're, we're shaped by our experiences. Being an entrepreneur is absolutely no different. Yeah. You're going to, you know, I watched um, the Monday Night Football game last night. Horrible football game. Another blowout. But, statement was made. Guy went up to catch the ball, got hit real hard, dropped the ball. The statement was made. Well, you're going to get hit real hard regardless. You might as well catch the ball. Being an entrepreneur, yeah. you're gonna get knocked down a lot. You might as well learn something. You might as well take those failures and turn it into another set of you know sushi knives to you know design what entrepreneur being an entrepreneur looks like for you. Or the next time you're in this position, do you now have the chops? My fa- that's my father and me. My father's favorite word is chops. I think. Okay. Um, no matter what I've done, I, I will never have the chops for anything. Uh, but it, it's, it's a father-son relationship. Everybody gets that. But the my favorite my favorite thing is just having the opportunity to meet a new person, to learn a new thing, to use, to learn something to use good, bad, and different about the next scenario. If I get my mind closed off. If I walk into a room and I feel like I'm the smartest person in the room, look, if you want to walk in with, you know, I love the word swagger because it means so many different things to so many people. You have to have some swagger if you want to be an entrepreneur. You have to be, you have to keep it cool and collected regardless of your particular scenario. At least on your face, at least in your Right, because you have to be able to
0: move in and out of beliefs, in and out of like you know, seeing the other side and then like playing the other side and like molding it together going, I know how you think now. Exactly. So now I'm going to play this against you because I know how you think now.
1: Absolutely. Every, every, being a good, being a good, I, I, one of the things I'm very good at is I'm very good in, in negotiations. And one of the reasons that I'm very good at negotiations is not because I walk in and behave like the smartest person in the room. It's because I walk in and shut the fuck up.
0: I was, there was a, a talk I listened to the other day and, the biggest topic or the biggest nugget of it was practice being the last one to speak. Yep. Right. You know, cause if you're walking into a, like say like they use the example, like, so you're going to walk into a board meeting mm-hmm. or like you you have all like your staff, you're going to yeah. like listen to, you know, you have this idea that you want to say. Yeah. Right. But you go, all right, so here's what we're going to talk about. And now tell me what you think. Right. And now they're like, well, I don't know what to say now because you already told me what you're going to do anyway. Right. right. Right? As to going, all right, well, let's hear everybody's ideas. Yeah. And you can ask questions about each person's idea. Right. Right? So you don't have to shut up the whole time. Right. You can ask questions and let them evolve Absolutely. their idea. But then by the time you get around to saying what you want to say, you've now evolved your entire stance because you've heard what other nine other people Absolutely. think Absolutely. before you even say anything.
1: I think one of, one of the most um, entrepreneur y things that an entrepreneur can do is present scenario present the scenario to I mean I personally have four people that are my that are my uh, I don't know uh, if you if you like meet the fuckers it's the circle of trust okay yeah there's four people in there they're all professional they're they're not there's no personal there's not a real personal connection to any one of them but they're my sounding board. If I if I have something that I'm not that that the organization is ready for, my staff's not ready for, you know, their input yet. I go there because being an entrepreneur doesn't mean you don't doubt. Being an entrepreneur doesn't mean you're not in the corner almost, almost in this state of uh, paralysis for a minute because you're you're either so stressed out or so overwhelmed, or or hell, just frankly afraid of something. Mm-hmm. you know the 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 arrogant statement or the good ego statement you need something you know especially as an entrepreneur that's going to be your buffer between the reality that you're going to deal with, which is failure and then success and then failure and then some more success and then whole bunch of failure and right. then a whole bunch of success. R- Brush whole you truckload of failure. Right, exactly.
0: Leg, oh, and you have this little teacup of, of success. Exactly. Right.
1: And, and it's, you know, I look at it and I say, you need to, you need to be equipped as a, as a person. And, and I do. I think there are some people that are built with characteristics that allow them to be better at being entrepreneurs than others. If you're, if you have a... A huge boatload of self doubt. If that's your problem, it's going to be a difficult thing for you because you don't have that organic buffer to the failure. You don't have the organic buffer to the, oh, is rent being paid this month? Like, do I need that to make me feel good about me? No. Like, if you need that, it's going to be hard for you. Yeah. If you need the, somebody asked me the other day, um, The thing I talked about this last time, you know, I was reviewed on Google for the first time in a long time. Oh, yeah. And somebody asked me if I read it, and my, I mean, I honestly didn't, and they were like, well, why would you read it? And I'm like, you know, it was very nice to hear the things that I, I eventually went and read it. It was very nice to hear the things that were said about me. What's more important, what's more important to me than, than that is what do you think of my staff? What do you think of all these other things that go along the way? I have a basic understanding of how I do things, and, and I do them well. Um, the things that I'm good at, I, I stay involved in. Things that I'm not, I pass you to the right person to assist you. I think that's the juggling act that is being an entrepreneur. Um, and I think that the most one of the most um, challenging things from um, an ego perspective that I see a lot of entrepreneurs do it, is I'm the best at everything. I have a staff, but I don't delegate because I want this. Right. FaceTime, I want this review. I want this pat on the back or whatever. I would say 70% of the operational aspects of an organization, there's somebody in the building that is organically better equipped mm-hmm. to handle that particular moment. Why? Because that's why I hired them. Right. That's why we brought exactly them right. in. Right. And for this exact moment, boom, that's you. Um, admin staff. My admin staff, I am not a, I am not a gracious phone guy. Like, I get, I, get, I talk on the phone all day about this, that, or the other thing. But my, my job is not, is not I'm, I don't have a very gentle voice. Okay, I'm, a North, I'm from New York, I'm a Yankee. I don't have a very gentle voice. So the person that's in that chair that does that job is perfect for that particular job. And the 10, 12, 15, 18 people that are between me and her are the right person every step of the way. And I think some people ask me, what have I done all day? And I'm like, we think differently. There's a different thought process. Yeah. You know, what I did today is a culmination of every step of this entrepreneurial journey. Okay? And, you know, whether it was... The three meetings I had this morning or the interactions I had this afternoon or my vendor discussions and negotiations I had over lunch. it Every step is part of that particular journey and the ability to hire staff that's equipped to handle it while you go actually do the things that you do.
0: Right, because so you have to actually truly trust that at what level you want it done at, right. that it's still going to happen at that level. Even though you're not there.
1: Absolutely. And I don't and I believe that one of the things that gets left out, and I think it gets left out because in today's professional landscape, you can do a lot by yourself. An entrepreneur without the ability to motivate is like a frog with one leg. Um, it's gonna jump sideways a lot. So my ability to motivate people, my ability to interact with people, your ability within to interact with people, we need people to allow us to do entrepreneurial things. Mm -hmm. If we don't have the people to do the things that we're not going to go get accounting degrees, we're not going to go get um, law degrees. We have lawyers and accountants. Well, they give us the time to do and stay on the course that we've charted. And I think being an entrepreneur is about understanding the up, the down, the things that you need to get through that. And having a team behind you that allows you to stay focused on that course, right? I don't, you know, we sell we sell work to a client. I don't have to worry about how that work gets done. I've got I can focus on what I need to focus on, and if it gets presented to me where it is something I have to concern myself with, then I will. But it also, you know, it's important to know what you're above, but you're not below. And I think. I'm not above anything that goes on in my building or for my organization, for myself, my own brand, whatever it may be. But I also have a true trust in every single um, personnel decision that we've made along the way to where any one of these people can help you. And I think there's a huge um, aspect of motivating your people that every entrepreneur needs that. Well,
0: I think um, one of the biggest things I've seen fail a lot is the switch from leadership to management oh
1: that 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 is a ballgame
0: yeah it's just like um well when i was in logistics Mm -hmm. and the guy took over my accounts i was leaving and i was going to change what i was doing and i handed him to this like this beautiful like system it's all it's all going it's perfect and i may have mentioned this last podcast but like everything was just like I was like, dude, just take the seat. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Everybody knows what they're doing. You know, just fucking like, you know, just figure it out. You're good here. I'll show you how to have everything set up. Yeah. And like, it was like three or four weeks later, I was getting calls from my old drivers. They're like, dude, you gotta, you gotta check in. You gotta, yeah. you gotta figure out what's going on. Like, everything's falling apart. And he pulled the "I'm the boss, you'll do what I say" card. Right. And I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> I gave you like a ship. I gave you, like, I gave you the con. Like, you don't have to uh, do anything. Nope. I gave you. A, I gave you something that was running so beautifully yep. that you really didn't even have to work. No, and you like you just blew it up. You, you just you up. literally just set the fucking atomic bomb. Well, and, like, and then and then now like that, that phrase alone is like the atomic bomb. It is.
1: It really is. <laughs> the the amazing the amazing part of, um, of of being an entrepreneur, I think, is the ability to give. Like I've had people leave my organization because they realize they're an entrepreneur. And they realize they're an entrepreneur because I'm an entrepreneur and how I did certain things. I've hired people knowing full well I would lose them eventually. Yeah. Because they, their, their, their best thing for my organization at the time was their op, entrepreneurial skill set. As they built it, they grew it. I knew full well two, three years times. But they were the best person for this organization at the time. So for me, it's it's being an entrepreneur is is so much about everything, and it's so much about it's such a personal journey for people. Yeah, because so it's real personal. Whether you have twenty people working for you or two thousand people working for you or your GE, someone at some point said, "This is this is my personal story," and everything that comes next is my story, my journey. Well. The people that you bring into that story will, in some way or another, affect the path of that. And, you know, whether your goal is to be an entrepreneur from the standpoint of, that we're talking about here, where you've created something, I've created something, is it going to be the only thing? Hell no. We're going to be doing this till we're dead because it's in our DNA. Right. It's who we are. Right. You just You can't stop. No. And you know, you you go after what interests you, and you find and you find a passion for that particular thing, and you run with it. There's there's things that I have never thought I had a passion for until I got involved with it. I'm really fancy about coffee now. Why? Because I got into it on a level that I truly connect with. I your, love coffee. your coffee. Just sucks still. Right. My coffee is straight garbage. <laughs> but I think. It it's you know people uh, I have a, I have a very good friend of mine um, Mike Parker he owns um, Clean Eats on Six Forks Road. Um, he and I have a conversation every day whenever we see each other about how crazy we are to do this. It's it's a running joke because is it accurate? Yes, it takes a certain level of lunacy to do this.
0: Oh yeah, and um, Like I've teetered. Like someone just made a poster like. You know, if um, doing the same thing over and over again is the definition of insanity, but the only way to get good at something is doing something over and over again. Exactly. And I, I was like, I commented, on it, I was like, Yeah, like literally, I've been teetering on the brink of insanity yes. many, many times in the last few years. Oh yeah. I literally go. You live. You almost live. Oh, on holy it. shit! Yeah. Like, I really think like like uh, you you talk to yourself yes. and you like and you're like you're you're, you're absolutely think you're insane.
1: You, you <laughs> have to have healthy, a healthy relationship with a voice inside your head as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, primarily, in my opinion, because everything you want to say can't come out of your mouth at every moment. So you have to be able to say, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, and then have it come out right. a different way. Right. You're and filtering all the... You, all the, you like have to this... filter everything, and you have to filter it for every person that you interact with. You know, I, you know interacting with... Attorneys, accountants, vendors, clients, um, staff, and every type of personality on the planet. These are all things that you've made a decision. This is the shit that gets me out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Or the shit that gets you out of bed at two o'clock in the morning because something has gone so fucking sideways, you have to get up and go handle it. Yeah. You are not even considering calling managers. Those are the times that I feel such a jolt of fucking. Almost like mania, mania, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because if there's a scenario where I literally don't consider picking up the phone, talking to a manager, nothing. When I walk, whether it's to the floor or to a dealer or to a client or to a, a, a meeting, when I decide, I'm not even talking to you about it. When you show up there, I'll already be in the building having the meeting. I get... It it it's it's euphoric for me. It, it's really um, it's super motivational. And trust me, most of those times are not good things that have happened. But it gives me a chance to get almost in the trenches of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, because you
0: gotta feel like you gotta feel that rush again. And to
1: feel that like you know we're gonna go we're gonna have twelve rounds, and regardless of what happens, we're getting up tomorrow and doing it again. And I think whether you want to be an entrepreneur or you are an entrepreneur and you've been doing it for a while, it becomes that thing that you look for. That's like your wild rabbit, good, bad, and different. That's the kind of high you want. That's, that's yeah. one of the indescribable fe- reasons yeah. that you have to do this. So,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, getting out of like, I try to explain that to people and like friends of mine, you know, like never even build a business right. anyway. They've always worked for somebody, whatever. Yeah. And, and I try to explain them that feeling that, I wait I don't use an alarm clock. Right. I just wake up yep. and I'm like cool let's do it. Yep. Right? it's like, like you just you hit the ground running. You're, yep. you're fit you hit the ground you're like holy shit we got another day. We got another day. We got another, another
1: day to 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 affect to affect everything to 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 you know
0: you have control of the entire universe. Exactly. Like yeah. the whole like when they say that you're you're the universe you know seeing itself. Yeah. Right, like I'm like holy shit! Like this is all it's my play. It's like room. giant playground. It is, it is. It's well, like I mean, you never one, had to go back to class. One of the things like, we walked out of class right, and never went back. Right,
1: exactly, <laughs> and I mean, if you, it doesn't matter how you how you look at it, being an entre- entrepreneur is an immensely personal decision, and it affects a lot of people in every aspect of your life. But nothing, in my opinion, is going to give you that go 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 go. If you're that, if you're, if you think that way, if you're that type of thinker, if you're that kind of person, nothing is going to give that to you. You're not going to go get that from working at nine to five. I don't Mm. care if you work 24 hours a day.
0: No. You're not going to get it. No, because you're, you're you're not feeling the fire. You're not feeling the, like the, the, the risk, the calculated risks and like playing this, I always looked at it as like life as a chess game. Yes. But then I, there's this uh, book and I haven't read it yet, but one of the guys at my meeting, he, he had it and he goes, this guy wrote a book about it. He goes, it's not like a chess game. It's like a poker game. Oh, for sure. Because chess game, you can see each other's moves. Yeah, yeah. But a poker game, you don't know what the other guy's doing. No, nope. nope. you're you're so you're, you're, respo-
1: you're responding in in the moment. Yeah, and
0: I was like, I like that way better yeah. than like because I used yeah. to say chess game all the time, but yep. it is true because I I don't know what you're thinking. No, I don't know what you're gonna do next. No, but I can see that on a chess. Board, Absolutely, right. Absolutely. Where it's like I don't know what the river cards. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna pop nope. up. I don't know what's in your hand. What's, like it, a, what's the
1: turn? Yeah. I mean, you know, and then and then do you have and I think poker's a great I mean it's a great analogy because when you're when you're sit when you're sitting on, on two pair, are you willing to wait out the turn? Yeah. I mean I don't know if you I mean I watch a lot of poker, which is poker every every, I, I every don't, year. I haven't played a lot of it or yeah. really understand a lot of it. But. It's it's there's nothing beats that. You know, when you're the reason I play poker is because nothing beats that Waiting, sitting on two pair, waiting for a turn, being very confident. Somebody's already got a full house. You know, sitting there and saying, "What are we gonna do?" I mean, if I get the right turn, my full house. in your full house? Yeah. But God, that's a super exciting session. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. Very cool. Thank you again
0: for taking the time to listen. I look forward to sharing more with you on future episodes. If you need to contact me. You can reach me at anothernewperspective101 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have an awesome day.